91.9 CFM, where Ellie and Bex, you feel good drive home across the sunny coast. I have organised something special for you. Thank you. Is it what sp- is it that you freak out about more than anything? Plates of cheeseburgers. Think robots. Oh, okay. Stupid AI. AI. You're freaking out. I hate it's it. taking over the world. It's going to ruin it. It's going to take This morning at coffee, you started freaking out that it's going to take your job. Um, I, I worry not only my job, but every single person's job in the world. So what I've decided to do is, because there's been a whole lot of movement at government level about how do we protect people, how do we legislate uh, mm. against this thing getting out of control. A bloke we've had on the show before is a cybersecurity expert from Phronesis Security. His name's Eric Pinkerton. Eric, welcome. Hi, you're a, Eric. You're across all this. Yeah, I've spent the last few, well, I've spent quite a bit of time, but the last few days reading up on this and, and uh, sort of going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, and, and uh, what's happening at a, at a government level? Are they freaking out as much as Ellie? It's kind of hard to tell how much they're freaking out from what we can see. There's a few things that have happened recently. So there's been an open letter written uh, that's had something like 1,100 signatures that includes the doyens of AI calling for a pause on the development of more powerful AI for six months while sort of to give governments around the world and and the companies that are involved a little bit of breathing space to figure out how to, what what guardrails we should be putting in place. Mm -hmm. And that has resulted, there's also been work done in Australia by the sort of chief scientist who've put together a discussion paper and have called for submissions from industry and the public on what kind of guardrails we should be putting in place to to try to do this ethically, safely, responsible. Um, And everyone's talking about this and there's all sorts of sort of hyperbole being thrown around. One of the one of the words that's been thrown around is extinction event, which, you know, some sort of has divided people and, you know, some people are saying, look, this is the worst thing. We're, we're all going to be, you know, extinct. Other people are saying, well, I'm worried about, you know, like saying I'm worried about losing my job. Other yeah. people are saying, look, that's completely yeah. over the top. Um, you know. Sorry, Eric, but also some organisations are saying, well, how do we use this to our advantage as well? So it's, it's not all doing, not everyone's freaking out like Ellie. Yeah, but if we're going to become extinct because the no, robots no, are going to kill he, us, he, he, then <laughs> not what he said. I'm concerned. That is not what he said. Hey, Eric, uh, I want to ask you this. Um, you, you're across... Uh, all this AI stuff and the development. If it were, theoretically, because so much of this is theory right now, if it were mm. to go unabated, unlegislated, you know, we take the leash off, let it go run in the park, what's one of the more dire scenarios that you've read that someone has said, oh, this could happen? So uh, let, uh, let me let me put, put it this way. So... The way it's being framed is is by a lot of people who are saying this sensationalist is this kind of Terminator-level Skynet. Yeah. You know, it's going to take over your Roomba, and it's going to, you know, we're going to build robots that are going to come to you. I don't think that's a likely outcome. But what could happen is it could turn us against each other. And it doesn't have to be a conscious decision that it makes to do this. It just could be the law of unintended consequences. And it's incredibly difficult to predict what those could be, right? So a good example is 
if you look at the effect of social media on the mental health of teenagers, I read a stat that said something like 30% of teenage girls in the U.S. have contemplated suicide, and everyone is looking at social media and Instagram filters of what that's led to. So it wasn't that the social media network set out to create that condition. It was just an unintended consequence of the way that they wanted to make money effectively, right? So what if the result of AI and the result of job losses creates austere conditions and austere conditions lead to conflict and that conflict escalates and what we see is you know less attention being placed on some of the other things we we could be worrying about like global warming um we end up with more conflict like what's happening in europe at the moment and that you know careens out of uh, sort of out of control and ends up in a full-scale nuclear you know that that's the worst outcome and that's what i think people are concerned about is just the speed at which this is happening mm. the unpredictability of that unintended consequences and you know to me it feels a little bit like remember al gore doing his whole thing in 2006 i think it was when he he had the inconvenient truth and he you know he sat the whole world down and said hey things are kind of looking bleak but we've got this window of opportunity in which to act and you'll know yourselves that not a lot happened as a result of that even though everyone was agreed that we needed to act mm. and this feels a little bit like that where we're sort of saying hey we've got this window with which to sort of take potentially take stock and think about these things and what the outcome could be and you know you can look at this very simply and saying well we've never done that you know we've, we've never got in the you know we've never got in the way of people's ability to make money in the past what what would make us start now mm. well it's funny you mentioned that like the effect that social media and whatnot has has had on mental health because this is one of my concerns with ai as well is i got advertised an ai ad the other day which was basically saying don't know how to break up with your boyfriend let ai write the message for you Oof. and it gives you the example so it's like it is literally taking away people's emotional intelligence but, capabilities. But also taking them out of the situation where they're going to learn. Like yeah, sometimes a exactly. bad breakup is what you need to make you stronger. Exactly. And like, look at the invention of the calculator has meant I don't know how to do maths. Is the invention of I mean, something that can that's, talk that's, for that's me. That's more an Ellie problem, to be honest, <laughs> than anything else. Is that going to take away my, you know, ability to empathise mm. with others? It's it's scary, Your man. emotional expression. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was, it was a Greek philosopher, and I'm not sure if it was Plato or if it was uh, one of um, My boss would be horrified at me because he's a he's a philosophy major. But the, he had this enduring fear that teaching people to read and write would make them all stupid. And he memorized everything, and he was of the view, and, and his teachings were that if we teach people to write things down, their brain will wither away. And I remember having that same feeling when we all got GPS in our cars and we thought, well, if we don't have the ability to read maps, we're all going to get stupid. But the ability to read and write is what led to, you know, civilization developing. That ability to build on other people's inventions, the iterative innovation that's led to where we are today. Now, I don't think we all got stupider once we were given calculators. It just meant that some of our brain was given over to do other things and that's the, the the dream of ai that ai and robots can do all the things we don't want to do and free us up to have more leisure time and do the things that that we enjoy and that can be a potential outcome that's a really positive isn't wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to work if robots did all the nasty things for us um 
But that has to be something that we steer towards mm. consciously if we let it do its thing without really thinking about it or we just let the pursuit of money drive us where it will, that's probably not going to be the outcome. And, you know, we're already seeing people whose jobs are, you know, they love their jobs and their jobs are rewarding, but now they're losing their jobs because AI is able to do it better than they can or cheaper than they can. Mm. You know, we, you know, people who design, you know, graphic designers have been struggling for an awful long time. Journalists have been struggling for an awful long time because AI can seemingly do what they do. What about other robots? Although, I mean, they're just getting... <laughs> I was just well, trying to end the conversation. Robots, robots and AI have been bequeathed for an awful long time, right? There, yeah. there is this point where the two come together, and that's an all, you know, then we start thinking about the Terminator style outcome, which I think is probably, I don't think it needs to go down there. I hope not. not certainly not today, I Eric. Not. Um, um, I think we should finish off as, as, as um, weird as it might be with a dad joke. <laughs> Okay. All right. Has the has because our our station? No, I didn't get. I got it the old-fashioned way. Okay. Um, Our station is famous for feel good. Um, So why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why is that, bud? In case they get a hole in one. Yes, thank you. Eric's like, I came on to discuss <laughs> Eric, come on, my Eric. area of expertise. And this yes, guy's and giving he did me a bloody good jokes. job. And we're thankful I, for your I, time. I, You're always a good chat. <laughs> extinction events into something like half yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll tell you what we're going to do as well, Chani. I reckon we get some extended thoughts from Eric and put them on our podcast as yeah. well. Because it is a fascinating discussion. Um, one that lends itself to more conversation and one that will definitely evolve at a rapid uh, rate. So we appreciate people like you being at the uh, pointy end of this. Eric Pinkerton from Phrenesis, thank you so much. Thank you.